Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. As always, so very happy and honored to be with you today. I hope that you've had a great week and that you have been allowing yourself to resonate with the inspiration that comes from taking a few moments to listen to the voice inside. That's really what this is all about. I was just thinking about the time that we have spent together since I began Dream Makers Inspiration, which was back in April of 2020. Shortly after the quarantine began and we all were told, all over the world, we were told to go home, go inside, seek shelter in order to be safe and to take care of ourselves during a period that we had no idea how long it would last. And for many of us, for those fortunate enough not to have frontline jobs where we had to go out and about, for those of us who didn't have that, many of us were at home for about a year and a half. And then things began to open up and slowly but surely people began to venture out and it began to open up because of the vaccination that many, many millions of people have taken. And yet, there's a question as to whether we are going to be able to stay open because these are tender times and people are still getting ill. And tragically, being in each other's company can sometimes mean putting ourselves in harm's way. And I know how frustrating it can be. In fact, it's not just frustrating for other people, it's frustrating for me too. We want to be out, we want to hug people, we want to touch people. That's part of human nature is to be together and physically to touch each other. It's such an important part of the, I think the DNA of being a human being is to be able to embrace others and physically touch each other and it is discouraged now to be that close to people because we want to give ourselves, our culture, our society, our world an opportunity to heal and to figure out a way forward where we won't harm each other by being together. In thinking about all of that and how much time has passed when life has been incredibly different and somewhat isolating. I also began to contemplate what's what's the good that has come from this period. When we have had to quarantine, when we have had to be at home, working if we're lucky enough to be able to work from our homes, uh, studying for the many millions of students who were able to go to school virtually, taking care of ourselves, living our lives in the bubble that we created for ourselves. What good came out of that time? What good can still come out of that time? And contemplating that takes me to a core place that I learned more than 30 years ago is home. And that is resting in stillness, welcoming stillness through the practice of meditation 
and through the conscious choice to be quiet, to allow ourselves to go inside, meaning to allow ourselves to be still enough on the outside, have not too many sounds and distractions and other things to stand between us and what resonates within us. In order to be able to figure out what your dream is and to leap into it, which is the whole point of dream makers, you have to be quiet enough to listen to the voice inside that tells you what's going on in there. What does your heart really want you to do? What is your purpose on the planet? What are you supposed to do in order to fulfill your reason for being? That's a big question and virtually impossible to answer when it's too noisy and busy in your life. So let's think about it. During this period of quarantine, more than a year and a half, we're still being isolated some right now. What have we been doing? How many of us have welcomed stillness on a regular basis? Once you think about that, think about your own life. How often have you welcomed stillness through this period? I know what many people have done. There, I think that the term binge watching took on such incredible steam during quarantine that I wish I had invested in both the technology that allows us to have on-demand programming and just uh, the entertainment media in general. So many people say, well, you know, we don't need television. We don't need movies. We don't need all these things. Those are extras. Well, they may be extra, but I want to tell you that so many people binge watch, meaning just watch show after show, season after season, of whatever their favorite programming was, discovering new things that were their favorite programming, going from one to the next. And I want to tell you, I've been one of them. My daughter and I sat for hours at a time in the thick of the pandemic and enjoyed being transported from one place to the next. How many of you play video games? I've talked about this before. We often blame the addiction to video games on children. But I'm here to tell you that plenty of adults who are locked in with their video games to the extent that Carpal Tunnel becomes a, a, somebody, something knocking on the door. Oh, you've been using your hands wrong? You're going to pay. How many of you did that? How many of you used your time during this period of quarantine to distract yourself in every possible way that you could. I know that it's many because I've talked to hundreds of people and read about more and some of the things that people have done will have long-term negative impacts. Too much of anything isn't good. I've talked to a couple of young people, teenagers, um, I'll choose one in particular, a musical artist, who used his time during quarantine to make music. That's true. And what he was documenting was his own journey 
which was a journey of profound isolation, feeling completely alone and separated from the small friend group that he had, becoming depressed, becoming addicted to painkillers like oxycodone and those types of things. Mm -hmm. And then waking up one day, looking at himself in the mirror, recognizing that he's sleeping, taking pills, eating, watching TV and going back to sleep and doing virtually nothing else was destroying him. And in his case, he was able to peel himself away from this addiction that had formed in using these pills to help him to sleep at first and then it just helped to reframe his mind um, that it wasn't serving him. So he was able to pull away and he made music about it. The good news, I believe, is that others, especially young people, may find that they'll listen to him and realize, oh, I'm not alone, that happened to me too. He is truly not alone. There are adults and teens or others who have used some kind of substance to help modify their minds, their bodies, their beings, because this has been a tough period. And so if you were one of those people but we're not here to judge. I surely am not. I will say, if you, are, if you are one of those people, get help. Help is right there waiting for you in so many different forms, many free. You can reach out and ask others to support you through a challenging period as professionals to support you through what may be difficult for you to manage. So if that's true for you, please don't suffer in silence. Like that young man, well, he did suffer in silence, mm -hmm. but then he made music that would be a bridge to others to say, here's what happened to me, don't let it happen to you. If it happens to you, pivot, find a way out. Why am I saying all this? Because the distractions are many. In life, there always are lots of distractions. During this period, there have been profound distractions that people have found themselves caught up in that make it, that can make it very difficult to have a clear head, a clear heart, creating a clear channel between you, your soul, your connection to God, and your path in life. And so how can you get clear path? How can you get to, how can you access that space inside of you that can help you to see and be better? To see your way clear to your journey and what it should be and where you want to guide your steps by embracing stillness, by welcoming stillness by not being afraid of stillness, by trusting that getting still can set you free. It, it may not make sense, but it's true. So what I wanna do, we do this often, I wanna lead us in meditation. It's one thing for me to talk about stillness and another 
for you to experience it. So I'd like for us to take this moment now and get ready to meditate. So put your feet flat on the floor and sit up straight, sit straight and tall. Put your hands with your thumbs and your forefingers touching on, on your knees. And close your eyes. We're together. We don't have to see each other in this moment. Close your eyes. And just notice your breath as it moves in and out of your body very naturally. Just notice your breath going in and going out. In and out. Just Allow your breath to move freely in and out of your body. And concentrate your mind on the movement of the breath. So you literally notice it as it moves in your body and as it moves out of your body. Give yourself space to deepen your breath. Make sure you're taking full breaths. So often we breathe shallowly, and we wonder why we get tired early. Huh? You gotta allow your breath to fill your being. And here's how we'll do that. I want you to imagine that you are sending your breath to the tips of your toes. Right now, see your breath. Feeling the tips of your toes. Really put your breath there, right at the tips of your toes. And then gently allow your breath to move into your foot, into the arch of your foot. Providing relief and support at the same time to your feet that carry you wherever you go. Breathe comforting oxygen into your feet. Breathe into your ankles. Thank your ankles for supporting your movement. Breathe into your calves. Thank your calves for holding your body. Breathe into them. Letting them know that you acknowledge how important they are to your mobility. Breathe into your knees. Direct the breath right to your knees and thank your knees. Your knees allow you to stand, to sit, to twist. Thank your knees for supporting you. Move to that biggest part of your leg, upper part of your leg. Feel your thighs and that bone moves from the knee to the groin. Breathe into your legs, your thighs, and thank them for being strong so that you're able to walk, to move, to be mobile. 
And now, breathe into the core. Breathe in deeply and feel the breath going into your core, into your belly. Breathe life into your belly and let go of any discomfort that you may feel as you exhale. Breathe into your core, breathe out from your core. Let your belly loose. Don't hold it in there, just let it loose. Breathe in as expansively as you can. Breathe out, letting it be totally free. Breathe into your core one more time. In. And out. Yes. Breathe into your lungs. Fill your lungs with oxygen. And slowly breathe out. Allowing the space of your lungs to release any toxins in your body. Breathe into your lungs once more. Breathe out. Allow the breath to move in and out of your lungs freely. Now breathe into your heart, knowing that your heart is the source of life. Your heart is where your inspiration resides. As the breath moves in and out, you focus on your heart. Ask yourself, what is your heart's desire? Breathe in, asking yourself, what is your heart's desire? Breathe out, asking yourself, what is your heart's desire? Again, breathe into your heart. What is your heart's desire? Breathe out. What is your heart's desire? As you continue to breathe, keep that question, what is my heart's desire? In your awareness, continue to breathe. Breathe into your shoulders. Invite your shoulders to relax. Thank them for supporting you as you move through each day. Give your shoulders a gift of the breath. Allow your shoulders to relax, not to hunch over, to relax. Breathe into your spinal column. Go up and down from your tailbone all the way up through your neck to the top of your head. Breathe in from the tailbone together with me. All the way up. Watch the breath travel all the way up to the top of your head and release through your head. Release as a burst of light through your head. Do it again from your tailbone all the way up to the top of your head. Allow the breath to move through you like a column of light and to release the top of your head as light. 
breathe into your arms. In the same way as you did with your legs, from the tips of your fingers, move through your fingers. Feel the breath move in each finger. Feel the tingle of the breath moving in your fingers. Remember to ask yourself, what is my heart's desire? Get into your wrists. Thank your wrists for allowing you to use your hands to write, to be agile. Breathe into your arms. Thank your arms for supporting your ability to move and touch and lift. Move all the way through your elbow and back up to your shoulder. Breathe. And as you breathe, ask yourself, what does your heart want you to know? What lies within your heart? It is the message for you today. What is that message? And what can this stillness bring to your awareness? Breathe. Allow the stillness to wash over your body. Feel the tingle within your body that comes from engaging the breath. That tingle that tells you you are alive and still at the same time. That in the stillness, vitality scintillates. Just like the tingling that you feel moving up and down, coursing through your body. What is my heart's desire? What am I to do right now with my life? Be still and listen for the answer in the stillness. How can I use this time right now to embrace the stillness within me and to recognize the path forward? What's next? What's next in my life? What does my heart tell me is next for me? The answer resides in the stillness of your own heart. Embrace the stillness. And now very, very gently open your eyes. How are you feeling? Whatever words or thoughts came up, write them down. Write them down right now. You can write them in your journal. You can write them in the chat box. Share whatever came up for you right now. What is resonating with you in this moment? What does your heart tell you? next for you.
healing, yes. Leslie says healing. Do you feel the healing as you move the breath into each corner of your body? Could you feel it? The breath is a healer. It is the breath moving in and out of your body that allows you to live. So when you feel tense, when you feel uptight, when you feel worried, breathe. Allow yourself to breathe into whatever part of your body is causing you to stress. The breath is a healer. Anybody else? What did your heart tell you should be your next steps? Leslie says healing. What do you say? You know, I'm always renewing my commitment to fitness, to movement. I literally sit still in front of the computer for hours on end because this is how I reach people, my clients, I engage them. Thank God we have this outlet. Otherwise, I wouldn't be working. I'm sure that's true for many of you. But it means being physically still. And so I make it a point to get up and move, to walk, to stretch, to do yoga. Mm, Daryl says to be better. That's an action, to be better. It means you have to do something. First of all, you have to figure out what's your baseline. Where are you now? What is your baseline? And then have a vision for where you want to go. And if you if you have that vision, you set the vision, then you create steps, like the rungs of a ladder. The better looks like this. When I get to this level, I'm better. In a particular way, you've got to be real specific. In order to actually get better, you need to measure the progress it's your progress with yourself, not with others. Measure your progress. And how you can do that is have a vision, declare the vision, write it down, and then figure out the tiny steps that can get you to your goal. Write those down. And then to be better is to figure out, oh, did I reach it? Did I get to that goal? Oh, I'm better. What's the next rung? Declare what the next rung is. Work toward it. And when you get there, then you can be better. Hello, everyone. I see Laura just joined. Laura, what we're talking about right now, we just did a meditation on tapping into the stillness within and allowing ourselves to ask the question. We asked it in a lot of different ways, but in the latest incarnation is what's next? What is my heart telling me I'm supposed to do now? Now and next, what is next? What's next for you? What does your heart tell you you should be doing in this moment? As we very gently are moving back out into the world carefully, wanting to embrace everyone and truly needing to embrace ourselves. We can't move too fast out into the space with others because we 
tend to ourselves and gently move out into the world, how can we stay connected to our hearts? We can meditate. We just did it together. It was so sweet. We ask ourselves. In stillness, we get answers. In stillness, we're able to figure out how to move forward. And I want to share with you, in the spirit of what's next, I'm going to be hosting a Dreammakers retreat, a virtual retreat, the first virtual retreat. I launched Dreammakers in 2016, and we had many retreats and workshops locally in Harlem over these years. And people always ask me, well, can't you come to my town? Won't you bring this to us? We did a little bit of Facebook Live with the retreats uh, that we held at the JCC Harlem, and but didn't necessarily know how to use technology nearly as well as we do now. Well, I have invited a number of professionals and just great people from different areas of expertise to join me on October 16th from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time for a free Dream Leapers virtual work uh, retreat. And guess what it's called? What's next? Yes. In contemplating where we are today and where we're headed, that seems to be the question that most people have. What's next? What's next for me? What should I be doing? What am I to do with my life? How can I move forward and embrace the greatness within? And live the very best life that I can. And many of the people that I work with, many of my clients, in addition to just wanting to access that space and live more fully as a great person, many people also have creative ideas that they've come up with during the uh, period of quarantine. Some people are already working on their creative ideas. We'll address how to bring your creative ideas to life, how to market those ideas, how to finance those ideas, how to engage your body and breath so that you can be your very best. What's next is about mind, body, spirit, and action. And so on October 16th, you can join me and many others. Again, I said it's a free retreat. I'm so grateful that my friends at Toyota are sponsoring this so that we can offer this to you for free, as well as the folks at JCC Harlem who've been working with me for several years now when we've had the retreats uh, and workshops locally. Now it's going to be available to everyone. I put it in the hours of 1 to 3 Eastern so that people in Pacific, in Pacific time and other parts of the world, hopefully it's convenient enough time on a Saturday that you'll tune in. And guess what? It is live. I had contemplated having most of the work uh, taped, and then we just have a little bit live, but I think all or almost all of it is going to be live. People are going to show up so that they can answer your questions. It'll be very interactive. We get tired of these broadcasts, but it won't be tiring if you know you can ask a question and you can get an answer in real time. And so I encourage you to sign up now. You can go to my website, harrietcole.com, 
That's H-A-R-R-I-E-T-T-E-C-O-L-E.com. And just in the upper right corner, there's a little tab. You click on it and you can sign up right now and tell your friends. You can sign up for our fall Dream Leapers virtual retreat. What's next? You can start thinking about what's next right now. That's what I'm doing. Figuring out what's next. As we move into this next season, how can we align ourselves with our own greatness? How can we align ourselves with others who are like-minded? One of the topics will be the art of collaboration. My friend, Nicola Evans Hendricks, who is a powerhouse in Harlem, she created the Harlem Park Depart organizations, brought together many businesses in the newly burgeoning Harlem. And she's done a tremendous amount of work connecting people and businesses to each other. She's going to guide us in the art of collaboration for making your dreams manifest. My friend, Dr. Janet Taylor, who is a community psychiatrist, an incredible woman who understands the importance of getting your mind right so that you can move forward in your work. She will be there to support us in understanding how the mind works and what we need to do to keep the mind healthy. Les Brown, who's a historic, legendary motivational speaker who's spoken all over the world, has generously offered to beam himself in and give us some words of wisdom that will motivate us to our own greatness. And he's a person who grew up in foster care, was told that he was dumb. He was called DT, the dumb twin, between him and his brother. And he's gone on to motivate millions of people and to become a millionaire too. And he's gonna give us some insights into how we can take our creativity and manifest that financially. So there's a tremendous amount of goodness that's gonna come out of this Dream Leapers Virtual Retreat 2021 what's next on Saturday, October 16th. And I hope that you will all sign up. You can go to my website, harrietcole.com. And meanwhile, embrace stillness, welcome stillness. It's where the magic happens. I have had so many incredible inspirations when I've sat for meditation. Small things, large things, book titles of books that I've sold to major publishers, inspiration on alignment with my body, inspiration on who to call when I'm in need, and that person's face or name will pop up in a meditation. So I didn't give you this quote in the beginning. I'll give it to you now. I found a great quote that I'll leave you with from Jared Brock, who says, inner stillness is the key to outer strength. Inner stillness is the key to outer strength. I love that. He, this is from Jared Brock, A Year of Living Prayerfully. How a curious traveler, huh, this good, met the Pope, walked on coals, danced with rabbis, and revived his prayer life. Inner stillness is the key to outer strength. Go inside, be still, embrace the stillness, and listen to the messages that will lead you forward. I'm so grateful for being with you today. Practice welcoming stillness this week. Two or three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes of meditation. 
will help to anchor you and also help you soar. Both things happen when you allow yourself to resonate with the stillness of death. So thank you for being with me. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.